Hey guys, welcome to Chat with KST. We are an entertainment podcast where we sit down <clears throat> and chitty chat bang bang about these celebrities and just what's going on in life. Now, if you are definitely interested, the show should be about 45 minutes today to an hour because I have things to do. But anyway, um, let's just jump straight into the show, right? Now, we normally start off our show with a quote of the day. Today's quote of the day is, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. So this is just a reminder for those of you who feel like, oh, I'm in a successful place and I've made it. Just remember that, hey, look, that shit is not final. You know, like things can happen. You want to prepare for that emotionally, physically, financially, right? And also understanding that for those of you who feel like you're in a space where you're perhaps not doing your best and you're feeling like you're feeling at life, just remember that it's not fatal. It's not something that is going to last forever. It's just something that you got to learn from, right? And once you learn what you need to learn in that space where you're at, you'll be able to continue on your journey and developing the courage to continue in those difficult times is what counts essentially is what um mr winston churchill had to say all right so we're going to jump in to these celebs but before we do let me just let you guys know if you're listening to this on the audio podcast you can always pop over to youtube to see the visual you get to see me you get to see the topics you get to see it all and if you are on youtube don't forget to comment share subscribe do all the things but also you have the option to jump over to the audio podcast if you don't really want to see me and listen to it there all right so we're just going to jump into these topics i'm going to try to run through them today normally i'm a little bit of a chatterbox so i'm going to try to keep it to a minimal but we have a first up g erbo according to the shade room he is reportedly involved in a 40 million dollar legal battle with his ex-manager the write-up says j um g herbo is reportedly involved in a legal battle dispute with his former manager joseph jb bowden and Bowden, um, and Bowden's record label, according to All Hip Hop, Bowden alleges that the rapper owes him and his label, Machine Entertainment, eight point four million. However, G Herbo alleges Entertainment, um, uh, well, wait, alleges that Bowden exerted years of financial manipulation over him and his business dealings and. Excuse me. Sorry, I just woke up. I got all the burps. I have all the gas. I'm sorry about that, guys. But and um, he's saying and tied on the lap the rapper to millions owed. So basically, G the the manager is saying, Mr. JB is saying, look, 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 look. I'm suing J Herbo because G Herbo because G Herbo because he has owed me money. G Herbo was like, nah, you manipulated me into these tight situations financially so therefore i don't owe you shit i just feel like honestly g um herbo this is a lot that you kind of have going on being that 
you are about to go to jail. Like, I think you pled guilty to, to like to like some scammer charges or something like that not too long ago. So I just feel like right now isn't the best time for G Herbo to be going through anything in terms of the court system. And I kind of feel like the manager's a douche because I feel like the manager is like kicking a man while he's down. But then again, he's like, let me get my money before you go away. Either way, um, I just feel like the situation sucks for G Herbo. When is he going to jail? Like, I think we were told like months ago that he was supposed to be surrendering himself. Like, did he ever, like, I don't think he ever did, but I don't think this is the time for him to be going through this, but you know what? Good luck to G Herbo. And again, we're going to be running through these topics like water. So, um, I'll just, I'm going to be, I'm going to be quick today. Um, anyway, so let's move on. We're going to be talking Nene Leaks and ha- Andy Cohen. So um, for those of you who know, you know, but for those of you who don't, Nene Leaks and Andy Cohen, um, Andy is the boss over there at the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Nene was the leading lady, right? boss leading lady both are strong-minded strong-headed people of course they're going to bump heads and collide over there now it's been years of nini there have been rumors that nini's saying hey you know she would go back to um the real housewives of atlanta but it seems as if andy cohen wasn't up for that he was up for you know gathering new girls doing different things propping propping up candy for um the real housewives atlanta so i was kind of shocked to hear what he said in this snippet but let's listen for her in the future there's a listen i told you i'm a nostalgic guy she and i came up together and there's always room in my heart for you know everybody what about the peach though (laughs) who knows i mean she asked me she asked me a few years ago to keep her name out of my mouth so i try to respect that that's fair thank you and to a peach for her in the future so basically he was asked um i didn't realize that the question that he was asked was actually cut off but he was just basically asked whether you know nini can get her peach back in the future right and he's saying hey look i am open to reconciliation i'm not opposed to that i i love people right because i love people i can reconcile with her i feel like this is um like a vast contrast to what he has been saying as it relates to Nini Leaks, where he has taken the approach of not saying anything and kind of like shun her out of the real houses of Atlanta um, behind the scenes. But then again, that's just my perception as to what's going on. So I don't want to say he actually shunned her out, but it seemed as if he allegedly shunned her out from the Real Housewives of Atlanta scene by bringing on all these different new girls and also propping up, like I mentioned earlier, Candy. So he's saying, hey, he's open to it in his heart. I think everyone would love to see Nene back on the Real Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we'll see what happened. Again, we're running through these today. So let's move on to the next topic. Of course, we have um, Miss JT here on the screen. So Millie over at Mob's World, I guess she was able to catch a snippet of JT's live, right? 
And as she was able to catch a snippet of JT's live, this is what JT had to say. People so much, go really go support them. Y'all only support people in comments when it's drama and fake shit going on. Soon as the bitch shit drop, bitch, all y'all people in the comments, y'all be gone and missing. Y'all don't support nothing. Fake ass people. All y'all here for is drama. Instigating asses, but as soon as that girl drops some shit, bitch, it's crickets. Nobody's supporting it. No, the clubs ain't playing it. And the radio ain't playing it. It ain't getting played nowhere. But y'all jumping y'all ass on the internet, fake defending this girl. Y'all don't give a fuck about that girl. Y'all like drama. I support people so much. Okay. Go really go support. So, um, according to Millie over at Mob, Millie over at Mob's World, JT was given gems today so this seems as if a live that she has recently done since megan the stallion has dropped her song cobra and she's basically saying hey no one is supporting what you guys support for the drama and stuff like that and blah blah, blah. i feel like jt first of all you're not in the position to say someone doesn't have support you're literally in the city girls right and you guys have no sense of direction. One, when was the last time you guys put out a hit? Two, three, the song No Bars was good, but it didn't get the traction that it deserved. So why do you think focusing on Megan the Stallion and her rollout and the support that she may or may not be receiving from her fans, why do you think it's necessary for you to go on the internet and speak and speak on that? That's my question to JT. Don't get me wrong. I love me some JT, but it doesn't matter how much I love you. I'm always going to call you out. Like, there's no reason why I think JT should be on the internet um, yelling, screaming, and yapping about what someone else is doing. Let this be a learning lesson to all of us. Focus on your own road. Focus on your own path. There's no reason why, and this is a perfect example of when you start looking over what somebody else is doing, how you just crash out. Like, there's no reason why you get on. You should get on the internet talking about um, Cobra. And first of all, let's let's be real. Cobra is better than anything I think JC has ever put out. Better than no bars, right? Better than all the, the the bars that she she's had her entire career, all of them. So, and that's just my personal opinion. Of course, you guys can definitely share down below if you have a difference of opinion. I just feel like JT, like it just doesn't make any sense. And I feel like you're only picking a fight with her now because you're getting closer to Nikki. Just the other day, not just the other day, but a couple of years ago, you was all up in Megan the Stallion's face. So now that you're cool with Nikki, you wanna do that no you can still be cool with nikki and still maintain some sense of integrity in your workforce and not feel like you have to drag somebody all right so that's just let that be a learning lesson to everyone that you try to kick a man while they're down and you're gonna end up looking like the 80 because i think even joe button right let's talk on this for a little bit i think even joe button came out and was just like if anybody says that this song is trash like they're hating you know blah 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 and i feel like megan megan the stallion is getting the megan the stallion song is getting the push that it needs um i feel like it's been trending number one on youtube music it went number one on youtube like it's it's been doing a lot better than a lot of other people so let's not let's not do that if we're gonna even speak numbers but anyway like I said, let this be a learning lesson. 
and I'm gonna move on and away from Miss Joy Tui. According to the Jasmine brand, Lotto seemingly confirms that 21 Savage is her man. Now, I feel like um, we've been hearing the rumors, we've been hearing the speculations about Lotto and 21 Savage for a couple years now where they may have been keeping it on the low, low because of his immigration status. But if my memory serves me correctly, I think he recently received his green card or some kind of permanent residency that can allow him to entertain whatever it is that Lotto is currently doing, being that he's married to another woman, right? So if for those of you who haven't followed or really does, don't didn't care, let me just get you brought up to speed. Um, 21 Savage is married to a U.S. citizen, him being a Canadian, to get his green card and, and his citizenship and things of that sort. I'm not saying that's the sole purpose as to why he married her, but that is in the works as well. And if he was, let's say, cheating on Lotto or having an extramarital affair, it could be something that may be brought up in that meeting that he would be having um, when they go for the interview process for their permanent residency status and stuff like that. So I feel like they have kept their relationship on the low low just to not interfere with the immigration things that were going on behind the scenes. But now that he may be a permanent citizen, she's now, you know, doing what she always do. Thank you to my man, my man, my man, my man, right? So let's see what she had to say that has the Jasmine brand thinking she is confirming that 21 Savage is indeed her boyfriend. Let me watch that again. Okay, so I don't know if that's him with her on stage. I was even trying to read the little um note note thingy that um was on TikTok. It didn't quite make sense to me. I don't know if he's the one that's on stage, but we all know the thank you to my man thing is for 21. Um, I don't understand why they feel like that's what's going on here. Maybe he's the one that's on stage with her, which would make total a lot of sense, but because the camera doesn't show that, then you know, but anyway, 21 and Lotto are doing their things. I guess let this be an update that, you know, um, 21 um, immigration status issues or whatever um, may have been recently resolved. Now, let's move on to these two. And who am I talking about? Lori Harvey and her man or X-Man, I should say, um, Damson Idris. I hope I'm saying his name correctly, but according to its on-site social media, seems to believe Damson Idris' contract as Lori Harvey's man has finally expired after she removes all photo, all their photos on IG. So basically, what's been going on 
is that these two, I think, unfollowed each other and like removed, scrubbed the inter- scrubbed their social medias of like things with them together, which is something that couples or yeah, couples normally do once they break up. It's like, um, I don't need you <laughs> blocking my blessings. All right. I need you off of my social media page. So I feel like they have broken up. Um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like Lori Harvey. I, I don't know whether I want to like take a page out of her book or if I'm like, if I need to examine her of like what not to do in relationships, I'm like trying to figure out what approach to take with Lori Harvey because again, she has consistently dated different men like over and over and over and over and over again. And I feel like she doesn't allow herself some time to like heal and move on and all of that. Um, but I could very well be wrong. She could just be doing her thing and is just dating and not really investing too much. But whatever it is with Lori Harvey, I, I think it's a science that we're all trying to figure out, right? Like, is she like uh like we're trying to figure out like is she this amazing magnificent brilliant person because she can attract these these different um high power men or is she like a ditzy dora because she loses all of them and keeps like changing them like underwear and again i'm not dragging lori i'm just telling like i'm just telling you as it is like we as people in society who see lori harvey we're either split or confused, right? There are people who believe that Lori Harvey is the player player out here in these streets and we need to take a page out of her book. And then there are some people who feel like she's just not a good person who, not that she's not a good person, but she's not a smart person who didn't think like a man like her stepfather told her to do. Um, And then it's people like me who are just confused. Like, is she like this G that knows all things that we're like, we earthlings like really don't understand? Or is she just a ditzy Dora? But anyway, I just feel like personally, um, Lori Harvey is a young girl. She should be able to do what she is doing, living her life, going on vacations, have men take her wherever they want. I just feel like live life. Um, and we all learn. So, but just an update on these two, they're broken up. They're broken up. And you know what? It's not the first time we've heard about the breakup rumors, but it's the first time I feel like they're confirming it through their social media activity, if that makes sense. But anyway, let's move on. All right. So this is just honestly a Jada Jada Pickett Smith appreciation post. I feel like she is a baddie. She is a 10. She is given baddie with her baddie friends. Right. Um, I feel like we we can we should appreciate this. This Jada. I feel like she is beautiful. Um, This is, of course, when she was a younger. But I just feel like we talk so much crap about Jada as a community, as a society. Like sometimes we need for legal and appreciate people for who um, they are. Right. So appreciating Jada's beauty looking gorgeous. Like who knew Jada ever looked this beautiful? Like, don't get me wrong. We all knew Jada was beautiful, but this kind of beautiful, like regular, dagla, like at a game, 
not like on a movie set. Like this is given she is a baddie, she's a 10, all right? So shout out to Jada Pickett-Smith. Hopefully everything is going good with her new book. And you know what? Let me let me, let me me bring something up real quick because I saw a TikTok on this. Was it a TikTok or a podcast? I think it was a podcast clip where this young lady, actually, I think it was the Rory and Maul podcast clip. I don't know why I landed on Rory and Maul. Like, I haven't looked at these guys in about two, three years, however long they left the Joe Button podcast. But I found myself invested in Rory and Maul all, all of a sudden, their podcast. I don't know if it was like a clip that went viral. I don't know what it was. But anyway, um, there was a young lady who was also on their podcast and She's saying that we as a society are dragging Jada for saying everything that, (laughs) sorry, I knew it was coming. I was trying to hold it in, but she's saying that we're dragging Jada for saying everything that Will actually already said in his book, right? So if I find myself, I did drag her a little bit for bringing up the seven years of separation. But if Will Smith did mention this in his book and he didn't get dragged for talking about their separation, then she shouldn't be dragged for it. I just feel like I didn't read the Will Smith book. So I didn't have that information to, let's say, speak on it. Um, But but hey, let's not drag Jada because I love me some Jada. I've always defended her. I feel like the other day just kind of pissed me off when she spoke about the separation. It was like, whoa, what separation? Like, why am I being hit with this information? But maybe if I was keyed in to you know, to the community and everything like that and actually read Will Smith's book, I would have known this a long time ago. So that's my bad. And hi, Jada, you're looking beautiful. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's move on. Because again, we here for a good time, not a long time, all right? These two, let me tell you, me log, was this, the, oh, I didn't, let me tell you, you know what? I was going to, I thought this was a clip from Millie over at Mom's Radio. But when I say the first time I saw this clip was over at Millie, I'm like, yo, she will find some shit. Like, she will find some shit. And I thought I had saved hers, but it looked like I had ended up saving the Neighborhood Talk um, copy. But anyway, let's just take a look at these two, right? So this is Remy Ma. And the man who is recording this believes that the man she is with is her husband, when indeed it's not. So for those of you who are confused, like, what the hell she was she talking about? First, she starts out with Millie, then Remy Ma is this papoose. Let me just 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 play the clip for you. Right. Because this is just messy. Look at Remy Ma, y'all. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Before we watch any more of this clip, did you hear what that guy said? He said, look at Remy Ma and Pat and Papoose. Right? He's doing what he's doing. I don't know if he's live or whatever, but let me tell you, that is not Papoose. That is not her husband. 
So Remy Ma is at an Eagles game with the man that she allegedly is sleeping with and cheating on her husband with. He's supposed to be some new upcoming rapper. But let's finish the clip. So what up? Yeah, Cole, we still in the locker room, man. I just showed you, man. You seen Remy Ma? Oh, I don't know who that is. I got Scott they ain't together no more. My bad. Her uh, new boo. I caught him on. Okay, okay, okay. So I, he figures out that it's her new boo. He figures it out. I guess through the comments on the live. He figures it out. But let's continue. Ah, right, though, Cole. Oh, I guess so, T Ray. My bad. <laughs> there go my homeboy. So let me just play it again for those of you who are on YouTube. Let's just look, right? That's Remy. Right? To your left, right over here is Remy. And to your right is um this guy, Easy. Let's look at them. Look at Remy Ma, y'all. That is Easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Remy Ma and Papoo, man. What's going on? She is all smiles. Oh, she damn. is definitely all smiles. So... Um, how are y'all feeling about this? I want to hear it. In, I want to hear your thoughts in the comment section as to how you guys are feeling about this easy Remy Ma situation. For me, um, I'm like, a part of me don't get it, right? And a part of me do. A part of me feels like I don't know. I, I don't I like I really don't know how to feel as it relates to the Remy Ma easy situation because then it's like they're rumors, right? So she has an alleged new boo. Like is she cheating? Is her and Pappy was going to get a divorce? Like, that's the that's the thing, too. Like, for those of you who are, like, relationship goals and you post your relationship pictures and blah, blah, blah. Like, understand you put us in your business when you did that, right? You're showing us this guy and blah, blah, blah. Like, if y'all break up or whatever the case may be. We want to know what's the tea. We want to know what happened. And it's not even like, okay, regular degla Instagram girly. We're talking about Remy Ma and Pat Boost, like the staple of relationship goals for like years. Like what happened? Let us know. Did you cheat? Did she cheat? Are you guys just realizing that, hey, you've walked this path called life and this journey and you've realized that, hey, we're not going to move forward together anymore. Like it's, I feel like, um, the, the true 
maturity within a relationship is when a relationship like them, Remy Ma and Papoose, when they first find out that, hey, we're not vibing, right? You discuss what you're going to do publicly. And if you're not going to do anything publicly, when those rumors come out about the next person, address it. When you fail to address these things and then you want to wait until 2035 and be like Jada and Will and want to tell us all these different things. At that point, one, we don't care. But two... Like, what do you want us to do with that information at that point? Speak on something while it's hot. I get it. It's It may hurt in the moment. You may not want to hurt someone's feelings or whatever. Like, even Nicki Minaj and Safari, right? Let's use them as a perfect example. They were together for two, for, for 10 years. We knew them as, to, as being together. When Nicki started to move on and date other people, she was very vocal about what happened. He cheated. I, like we weren't, we're not together anymore. Yes, I love him, but we're not together anymore. And as it progressed, you were able to see when she broke up with Meek Mill. Hey, me and him, we're just not together anymore. Right? I feel like addressing things as they are, but like to go and and like literally act like we as fans aren't seeing what we're seeing. I feel like it's it's a little bit ridiculous for them to not address it. One, and I feel like it it goes to show the tumultuous place that they will have to be in their relationship for you to not address it. Because if we're all cool beans, then we should be able to address it, right, and talk about it. But the fact that we can't even talk about it means that we're not in a good place. At least that's my assumption, guys. And again, this is just my opinion with my thoughts flowing as it relates to their relationship. I do feel like Remy Remy Ma needs to speak on it. If Papoose don't want to talk, Remy needs to speak up. Hey, look, thank you, Pap, for everything that you've done for me. Um, Pap and I have decided to go our separate ways. I do have a new artist. Um, are we dating? Maybe, maybe not. But you will perhaps see me out with other guys or whatever. Don't think I'm with them. Like, address something. Say something. Don't just be out on the streets with this guy and then want us to read your mind and read your brain and re- read the, these signals that, okay, well, now she's moved on to this guy. Like, understand, like, that's the thing it, with, with, um, with celebrities too. And again, I'm not dragging the celeb, like celebrities. However, like you, like you have to know how to move. Like when you want to sell us a song, you want to sell us a rap, you want to be a star in a movie. You ready to be like, oh my God. Hey guys, I'm so excited to tell you guys this new information. I am starring in such and such film. I got a new song coming out this Friday. Be tuned in. Like you guys want us to be so excited about these things, right? You want us to look at these areas, but then when we start to ask more questions, you get upset. No, we don't get upset when you try to sell us things. So if we want to know, we 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 want to know. And again, um, even if Remy Ma comes out and say, hey guys, it's really none of y'all business and we're trying to work it out quietly, like just something. And don't get me wrong, sometimes going the Beyonce and J- the the Beyonce route is really dope. Just staying quiet. 
However, in moments like this, like even Beyonce knows when some shit has to be addressed, right? Um, like imagine Beyonce and Jay-Z break up. She would know that an interview would have to be done. Like something, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I don't know. Like, am I the only one who's thinking this? Like, am I the only one that thinks that Remy needs to, to address the situation? You know what? Let me move on from this because if I don't, I don't know. I would probably end up saying too much. I want to probably end up saying a little bit too much because I feel like Pat don't even deserve this. Let's, let's be real. I think we can all say, hey, he doesn't deserve this. And we can all say, had this been a man, had this been a man, right? He would have been getting dragged. Had this been Papoose out with the new girl? Oh, we wouldn't have been able to see the end of it. Now let me read these comments and see. <laughs> Look at Ray. All right. So so the the thing is, right? This this um young lady game gorgeous says the day a woman is caught publicly, it's because she wants to, right? And she says, because we will take it to our grave. And the reason why I want to address is because 6,755 people seem to resonate with that. And I want to know, does Papoose deserve that? Does Papoose deserve that? I understand that, hey, you want to go public, you want to do this, you, you want to, my man, my man, my man, all these creatures. Like, let, let me understand. Um, Do you think he deserved that? He held you down. Do you think Papoos really deserve that? Right? But anyway, um, I'm going to move on off of this. I don't know how else to feel other than, than like, what the heck? Because it's like, it could be factual. It couldn't be factual. But then again, it's like, you'll be a ditzy Dora to not believe what is right in front of you, right? But yet, yeah, look, let's move on to the queen, her motherfucking self, okay? It's Miss Nicki Minaj. And guess what? What cover do you see her on? What cover, what cover are you seeing her on right now? Vogue. Vogue. And why are you seeing Miss Nicki on Vogue? Because she worked her ass off to be there. And I love this. She said Barbie was a full circle moment. I think Vogue is a full circle moment as well. She has her song coming. Um, she has her album coming out. It's all, it's all just given. Like, it's all just given. Like, let's just appreciate Nikki. Look at Papa Bear. It's given. Look at her eyes. Nikki, Nikki, just look at the eyes. Look at her eyes. Look at this outfit. It is given. Okay, this is Vogue everything. I love it. I love the looks. I feel like Nicki Minaj never disappoints. Um, she she's a baddie. She is a hunted. 
Okay. She's a hundred. She is a hundred. Right. And people, people like to call her out and say she's older. She's older. And I love this person here. The curly Monet says she looks her age for once. I like it. Um, I feel like she, I feel like she doesn't really look her age. Or maybe she does, but whatever it is, like face card is not declining. Face card is not declining. Okay, so I think what they're trying to say is she looks more mature because um, Madame Czar says that she looks mature and beautiful. I can get that. That I can get. But she's a mom. She's supposed to mature. And I feel like she's maturing gracefully. She's still out here putting out some amazing raps. She's still out here doing what she's supposed to do as a mom. She's still out here like being with her barbs, still doing what she's supposed to do and still serving looks. Like I just I just really appreciate this um for what it is. She says I look at my son's face and my whole soul lights up. If that's not love, I don't know what is. Um congrats to Nikki and we are waiting for the album girl December the 8th. Let's not forget it. Okay. The story that took the internet by a storm, Miss Kiki Palmer and her man, Miss Darius Jackson. Darius Jackson. Why does that name sound like, <laughs> like he did it, right? Anyway, this, that what we're looking at is supposed to be let's just say graphic content. This is supposed to be incident, an incident between um, Kiki Palmer and Kiki Palmer and her child's father with him being very abusive, throwing her on the couch and doing all of that. So let's see what the neighborhood talk had to say. Radar online obtain the stills of Kiki's security footage that she attached to her restraining order petition against Darius Jackson. One incident involved him grabbing her, grabbing her neck and face and snatching her phone. Okay. Jealous much. So again, this is Kiki Palmer laid over on the couch. That's her man, baby daddy, ex-boyfriend, whoever you want to call him at this point, grabbing her. So can we um say that this 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 doesn't look playful? This looks like some serious shit. But let's continue to look. She's now on the floor. He looks like his hands is raised to hit her, right? Allegedly, well, I don't even know if I should say allegedly. The proof is kind of in the pudding right here. She's he's grabbing her while she's on the floor over her. This is the second where he looks like he's grabbing some grabbing the phone or grabbing something from her while she's trying to go up the stairs. Like, so look, as it relates to this Kiki Palmer and Darius, um character let me just say this um I feel like this Darius guy showed his ass and showed who he really was with that Usher incident right and the reason why I say he showed his ass not that you can't be jealous but it's the fact that 
if you were jealous of the whole Usher thing, that was something you could have addressed privately. But I feel like he wanted to publicly embarrass her with having all the knowledge that I now have about this Darius character. I think he wanted to publicly embarrass her. And what he got in return was a bowl full of go suck your ass because we don't give a fuck, right? So when he got that response from the public, I think that even enraged him more, right? So let's say Kiki was dealing with whatever she was dealing with, the abuse, the domestic violence. I don't I don't know what specifically or how long it has been going on, but let's say let's say this was going on for a while because I don't think we just wake up and do this kind of shit, but I feel like it only heightened or maybe the public's response to him only triggered this behavior to even become worse, which is why I now feel like Kiki Palmer's like, uh, nah, you're going too far now. It's been the mothers, the battle of the moms going back and forth, him denying what we are seeing in the clips, him denying it, um, and all of that. So for me, I feel like Kiki, people are going to do what they want to do, but I feel like the minute a man puts his hands on you, that's a complete no-no. Um, that's like, for me, a deal breaker. Like maybe if you cheat, that's not a complete deal breaker. Have a baby or two. Mm depending on how much I love you may not be a deal breaker, but you put your hands on me. That's a fucking deal breaker. That's, that, that's a deal breaker. There, there's shit. There's things that I can personally tolerate that I feel like, okay, if I could put up with this shit, there's no reason why you should be putting your hands on me at that point. So I do feel like, um, it's a complete um, deal breaker. Darius have been given red flags for some time. And I think people were really upset with Kiki Palmer for even um, selecting this guy because he's not on her level financially or in terms of her stature. So people even felt like, hey, Kiki, you have so many different people in the industry that you could choose from. And you went to go and dig him up from which corner. Now that you've dug him up, you've never seen Kiki embarrassed the way that she's been embarrassed while hanging out with this guy. So don't let this guy embarrass you, ruin your reputation, ruin your mom's reputation. None of it. And I get it. Like we all fall, find ourselves being in love and falling in certain little ditches that we have no business falling, falling into. And we have to climb the fuck out. But Kiki climb the hell out and get away from Mr. Darius. And I like the fact that she has cameras hooked up in her house. I like the fact that she's getting a restraining order and doing everything that she needs to, to move forward. And then it's like you can see the point of view from Darius, Darius's brother, the one who introduced Kiki and him. You can see the the point of view of Darius's mother through the text messages, all that. And it's just giving red flags. Like the whole family at this point, red flags. Kiki, you didn't see this. We see this in the span of what five text messages, and you you didn't you didn't pick up on this, Kiki. What's going on? You losing your touch over there? What's going on? But anyway. 
Um, that's what's going on with Miss Kiki and Mr. Darius. Um, she was granted pre- um temporary custody of their child and her restraining order, all all the good stuff that one would really need in terms of um society stepping up for her and allowing her to have the space create the space where she can heal from whatever it is that she has been through. So, you know what? Good luck to Kiki. You know, this is not the last we're seeing of Kiki. She's going to pop up in a month or a couple weeks from now, looking like a bad mama jamma, working on something different because that's who Kiki Palmer is. Right. But anyway, let's move. Okay. So I wanted, this is like, for my for the girlies over on YouTube who can actually see this. So it says if you put your clean laundry on your bed, you'll be motivated to to put it away, right? And this had me in a fucking chokehold and a kiki like all weekend. So I just wanted to show it to you guys. So if you want to put your laundry away and be motivated to fold it, just put it on your bed. So, of course, she tried it. In laundry on your bed, you'll be motivated to fold it. This is literally you me. put your clean laundry on your bed. You'll like this is literally me. Like, just look at this. Like, we need to watch this one more time. Now, for those of you who are listening to the podcast and can't really see this, literally, the lady tosses the laundry on the bed is about to okay fold it but ends up just kicking it all off the bed and going to sleep and this is this is me i am her hopefully you guys um get a kiki out of this because if you can see my laundry on my bed right now <laughs> i literally just woke up let me tell you sometimes you fold it and you don't even feel like packing it away oh my god girl 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 for those who get it get it okay now, um, we see Miss Whoopi Goldberg in the Jasmine brand. So according to the Jasmine brand, Whoopi Goldberg suggests that younger people may be lazier than generations before them. So let's hear what Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg had to say. And yeah. Every generation comes and wants to do better than their parents did. Every generation. But I'm sorry, if you only want to work four hours, it's going to be harder for you to get a house. Oh, and don't mention four days. <laughs> no, but... No, no, I, I, you know, I, I, feel, I feel for everybody that feels this, but I'm sorry. We busted our behinds. Mm-hmm. We had to bust our behinds because mm-hmm. we didn't have the option of going back. Don't give us the housing back. crisis. No, we but, um, listen, we had all kinds of stuff. No, coming. it's true. But I, the one thing I'd say is millennials are statistically the um, first generation that's likely to do worse off than their parents. That's a You know what? Thing. That's what they said to us as well. Every, every generation is told you're going to do worse than your parents. And you know what? People pick it up and they do what they do and they raise themselves. And this is what you got to do. Every generation. All right. So this whole generation talk, let's get off of the celebrities for a little bit. We'll get back onto them a little bit later, but let's get, let's jump into this, right? This is like a conversation that people always want to have, right? The battle of the boomers versus the millennials. What the fuck are Gen Z's doing? But like, 
being someone who battles between am I a millennial or a freaking Gen Z because um, according to society, I'm like supposed to be a millennial, but I resonate so much more with the way that Gen Zs are doing things, right? I feel like boomers, hey, what's up? We get it. You made it out the trenches. But hey, do you remember that your parents and your grandparents, they were like enslaved? I'm talking about black folks, like because Whoopi is black. So we're going to we're going to talk about it. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, you didn't go through what your parents and your grandparents went through when they were getting slashes on the farms, when they were doing all of this labor for 24 hours or however long it was, however they did it in slavery. You didn't go through what your parents went through. What did you, what your parents went through was so that it would be easier upon you, Whoopi Goldberg. And what you go through now and endure now is to make it easier for the children that you have. And I feel like that's how the world is supposed to progress. Like we're not supposed to be doing the same shit that they used to do in the freaking 1900s. We're not supposed to be doing that. I feel like as a parent, like just put yourself in a parent's shoes. Like I am making all these sacrifices now as a person so that my child hopefully can live a sweeter life than I've ever lived. So even if she ends up working only four hours, two hours, may not even work, be able to live her life and whatever, I'm I'm happy that she's doing that. I am I feel like okay, my hard work has now created that for you. Why would I ever be upset? And it, and it kind of brings me in a strange place when I see older people upset with the younger generations for like having it easier like don't you want us to have it easier? Don't you believe that all the hard work that you've been through has now paved the way for us? Like we're now working from home. Like, let's just chill. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like in in back to the whole millennial um Gen Z talk, right? Like, with me personally battling whether I'm a millennial or a Gen Z. Like, I feel like I don't hate boomers the way how millennials hate them. Um, I feel like I really can flow with this work smarter, not harder, that the Gen Zs have implemented into their structure. Because let me tell you, if you don't know, let me tell you something. Um, Gen Zs, they don't got time for it. They don't, they don't have time. They don't, you see all the things that we put up with all long hours working past the time. I remember I used to work in the supermarket and in the supermarket, we were, we were like, we would sweep the supermarket. We would like clean, we would go in like organize shelves and do like, we would do all the freaking things. You go into that supermarket now, 10, 12 years later, baby, they are not doing that. They're not doing that. They're scanning and giving change. You're not getting anything else. You're not getting any, you're not, you're not getting anything else. And I know like these little things, they may be minute to some other people, but it's just to show you like certain, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoopi, you used to put up with all that stuff that you put up with, but our generation ain't putting up with it. And the future generations ain't going to put up with certain things that we put up with. So we should just be happy that we're all just progress, progressing.
Like, what is wrong with the four-hour workday? And why are we working eight hours again? Again, I I I I recognize what the Gen Zs are saying. Um, so yeah, I disagree with Whoopi Goldberg wholeheartedly. Do I get it? Hard work does um bring success and all of in, in all those things. However, it's like Back in the day, right? You'd have to write a letter, send it, have your family get it 30, maybe 60 days later, write something, blah, 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 right? Now it's just a text. Are we going to condemn that? That we're now like progressive? I don't know. I don't know. But hey, you know what? I do have to like get to work. So I'm going to try to push this thing. I'm going to try to stay on the fast train like I've been staying all this time. Come point. Um, we got Mr. Elon Musk and when when Elon speaks, I listen. I'm sorry. Like when this man's it's like when certain people speak, you just like listen. You get keyed in because it's like you're a motherfucker I need to listen to. So let's listen to what Elon Musk had to say about AIs soon taking over all of our fucking jobs. Where no job is needed. You can have a job if you want to have a job for sort of personal satisfaction, but the AI will be able to do everything. So I don't know if that makes people comfortable or uncomfortable. It, 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 <laughs> uh, you know that's why that's why I say if you if you, if you wish for a magic genie <laughs> that gives you any wishes you want and there's no limit you don't have those three limits three wish limit nonsense uh, you just have many <laughs> many wishes as you want um, so uh, it, it, it's both good and bad um, one of the challenges in the future will be how do we find meaning in life come a point where no job Elon. I think there's going to be more challenges in the future, as in, like this um, commenter says, um, Ion, Ion Don 271 says, no job is needed, so who going to pay these bills? That's the first question I want to ask Elon. Like, I get it. We're being progressive. And again, Gen Z mentality over here. I'm ready for the progression. Um, just let's not take it a little bit too far. We have like human, human people walking around as ro I mean robots walking around as human, which is like where we're going, but like also like how is it going to work? Right. I feel like that's where I'm like a little bit of a millennial where I'm just like, okay, like why, like, did y'all not watch iRobot? Like y'all really want robots to like take over the world. But then I'm like Gen Z in like, in my mind, like, okay, well, is she going to like clean and cook for me? Like, is she going to do all the things? Is she going to do all the things? And then the millennial part of me is like, okay, but wait, is this going to be accessible to everyone or just the rich people? And yeah, how the fuck are we going to pay these bills? Because everyone knows millennials are struggling the fuck out here in these streets. Um, So it's like, what, what, what are we doing, Elon? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? How are the bills going to get paid? 
Are they going to cook? Are they going to clean? Are they going to fuck? Are they going to have feelings? Are they going to love us? Are they going to hate us? Is this going to be a World War Three? What the fuck is going on with these robots that y'all are creating? What's going on? We watched the movies. Were we being like warned? Like every fucking thing else? What's going on, Elon? You got to give us more other than, hey, we're going to live a purposeless life. It's going to be hard for us to find purpose. Dude, it's hard for us to find purpose now. We got bigger concerns as it pertains to this robot issue. And purpose is, is, is on the bottom of that list. Purpose is on the bottom of that list, okay? We need to understand some real survival things here. We won't be needing to find purpose if we don't survive this. But anyway, um, Elon over there doing the techie stuff that Elon does. Um, like a part of me like be like, I see all the tech girls on TikTok and they're like, <laughs> just broke into tech, making like six figures. They're making like 300K a year and all of this. And I'm just like, oh my God, I want to be one of the tech girlies so bad. But I don't think I have the brain capacity to learn how to code one, which I know I'm like totally downplaying myself because I know I, I would know I would know how to do it if I have to put my mind to it. But it's like, do I want to be a part of this railroad? Like this 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 train that's about to derail. Like, do I want to be a part of it? Do I want to be a part of it? I don't know. I don't know. But hey, I'm I'm here for the ride. I'm here for the ride. Again, Gen Z mentality. Like we're we're here for it. We're here for it. We've we've crashed and burned a couple times. Now let's go. Um, again, shout out to Millie over at um over at Mob's World. I love me some Millie. Um, so basically, she had she had posted this where the Tasha K and Cardi B case is officially closed. So it says civil case has been terminated as of November the 9th so this should be a lesson to you guys and this is talking about for those of you listening to the podcast and can't even see the screen you should have said this before but this is pertaining to the um Tasha K Cardi B situation that's been going on for years between these two where they've been fighting 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 Tasha K ends up owing this woman so much money years of animosity between these two literally ended with like a 10 minute transaction if you guys understand what I'm saying they've argued literally for years right and after they've argued for years, they've sued um, Cardi B sued her and everything like that. Cardi B won her money, all of this, all this negative energy flying, having all the fans hate each other, but like just going up against each other, like all of this stuff literally resolved in 10 fucking minutes. 10 minutes. It literally took Sasha K, what, like a five-minute um, video or live or something expressing how she genuinely likes Cardi B and, and feels like Cardi B shouldn't hurt herself just for everything to be ended. So this is definitely a way where this is definitely an example of how you can get so much more with honey than lime. Like, honey takes you so much further than lime ever will. 
right? So that is let's just be a, a, a learning lesson when you want to, you know, um, respond to something. Choose: Am I going to respond with sugar or vinegar? Right? And if you respond with vinegar, then you could realize how it would lead with the whole Tasha K and Cardi B situation. But if you respond with sugar, you can see how that also is a good approach to take. So always just pick sugar, okay? <laughs> Until we get diabetes, of course. But anyway, um, congrats to these two. I really, really, I feel like I've garnered so much more respect for Cardi B because she has left it the hell alone, right? I feel like I respect her so much more for this. And yeah, Tasha K hopefully has learned her lessons and she said she did. So I respect Cardi B so much more for dropping the situation than exhausting all her resources just to prosecute this woman you know all right so <coughs> so for those of you who are wondering who the hell are these two on the screen this is party and jada kingdom as you can see tsr baywash all right so according to the shade room this is just looking at party and jada and let's look at them Okay, let me just mute it just so that, you know, no copyrights. I don't think copyrights will come through for this, but I just want to be on the safe side. Now, this is Jada and um Party. Now, there is so much going on here. Like 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 so so much. Um I remember the other day like Burn Burn Boy had said something in the song about Jada Kingdom. She have the the best pum pum or something like that. He said the best pum pum from Kingston and I'm like you how you know? You knew us Kingston girlies was out here. You know Kingston, all right? I'm from Kingston so. <laughs> but he 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 sampled the, the Kingston and he just he just knew. It 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 has a it has a particular season in it that you can't find anywhere else in the world i don't know if you haven't experienced it you just haven't experienced it we're, we're very very sorry for you guys but i just felt like her response to burner boy when he was saying all these things in the song was just like a little bit like mm, 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 like no 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 and I think partly it could have been because she was probably behind the scenes dating party partisan. But I'm like, how are you gonna say to burn a boy, but be tote over, bent over in front of party? And I'm not saying she said no to burn a boy as like in a like in a rejection kind of way. It's just if my memory serves me correctly, her response to the song was like kind of like they didn't have any have any um relations or what whatever whatever and i'm like if y'all didn't have relations then how would he know again it, it's just all confusing because then now you see jada kingdom bent over in front of party now i'm telling you the hotties they weren't feeling it and for those of you who don't know the hotties are megan the stallion fans the hotties were in the comments and 
they wasn't feeling any of it. They're like, hey, look, the only reason why we even know Party is because of Megan. The only reason why we even care that he's dating Jada right now is because of Megan. If Party was just dating Jada without dating Megan Thee Stallion, no one would care and blah, blah, blah. And essentially, kind of sort of true, right? I am like a hottie slash, okay, I'm like a Barb hottie Barty gang kind of thing like I have the whole three kind of going with me right so I don't want to say I'm like a full-blown hottie but being a partial hottie I feel like you know he wouldn't be getting this recognition if it really if he didn't date Megan Stallion he wouldn't be highlighted his new relationship wouldn't be highlighted like this right but hey you know People move on, right? People move on, life move on. And I feel like this should just be a moment where Megan can look at it like, okay, well, I see you. Let me tell you something. If it's one thing that I know, Megan, she's a baddie. She's a 10. She is a baddie with her baddie friends, okay? I don't think Megan is the least bit worried about and I'm putting on lip gloss for those of you who are listening. So this, this sounds weird. It's just because my lips seal dry and I hate when my lips seal dry. But Megan is a baddie. She is a 10. She is a baddie with her baddie friends. And um Megan is not saying that she's not worried about party because we all have feelings and love and whatever. And she may still feel however she feels. I don't know how Megan is feeling, but I'm just saying from how Megan approaches life, from what I've digested so far <laughs> Megan ain't losing no sleep <laughs> she'll be all right she'll be all right but anyway make we move on because hold on let's see how many topics we have left because today is a work day for me where I am in the office okay we have just a few topics but I really do have to leave um so, you know what? Let's just run through them real quick. I'm going to just, I'm going to run through them. All right. Um, right. Let's go. This is Erica and Scrappy, right? All right. I don't want to play because I don't want to get copyright. But if this is just a video of every Erica, Don Dixon and Scrappy, his first baby mother, like they're just hanging out and, and doing their thing. Right. And we're just like, hold on. Like they've been hanging out a lot. Like what's been going on with them. So, you know, um, diamond made a post the other day saying my man, my man, my man showing that real scrappy was her man. Bambi responded to this and we're going to listen to Bambi's response in a moment, but let's talk about, this right so according to the neighborhood talk will smith former assistant claims he allegedly caught will smith having sexual intercourse with an actor um dwayne martin um will was bent over dwayne was kill him killing him and i think this was a tasha k right speaking of tasha k i think this was a tasha k interview she nails these fucking interviews so let's see what he had to say the room and that's when i see Dwayne and having anal sex with will let me process that for a second 
there was a couch and um, Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder, like murder. There was murder in there. Okay. What did you do? I opened it. Um... All right. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna I'm going to be really 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 honest with my opinion. Um, this is not the first time we've heard that Will may or may not be bisexual. It's not the first time we've heard about him having relations with other men, right? Um, so it seems to me that Will Smith may, based on all the rumors over the years, plus this guy's interview with Tasha K, that he definitely may allegedly be bisexual. Now, is that my business? None of my business. Um. Anyway, what I do want to say is Tasha K is one of the people, and don't get me wrong, I love Tasha K. She's one of the like one of the women who have inspired me, along with Milago Grams, to actually start my own podcast and all that. So I I love what they do. However. Tasha K was one of the ones who was heavily, heavily, heavily dragging Jada for her outburst, right? And it's kind of different. I want to know, and I'm probably going to watch her, watch this interview and try to watch her live. I haven't been catching her lives and stuff like that for like months now, but I'm especially keen like I want to see I want to like tune into this because I want to see has her opinion changed because I feel like my opinion like imagine like dating someone thinking they're straight marrying this person just to find out that they're bisexual or that they have sex with men you don't know how to deal with that you guys separate you go and have some rendezvous with August Alcina and you've been getting dragged for years for all of this when you just found out that your guy is gay and you just needed an outlet like I, I don't know I, don't, I don't, like I really 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 don't know I really really don't know how to feel because if Will Smith is indeed bisexual I feel like the approach that everyone has been saying oh she tarnishes Will career I feel like well we kind of have to back back on that a little bit right because Will is kind of out here doing what he wants to do. If if that makes sense to you guys. Like, okay. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. Like, the reputation that Will has now, and this is not me. This is not my words. This is, this is just the people. So if, let's say, I get rich and famous and Will Smith sees this one day, hopefully I get rich and famous. But anyway, like, just understand, Will. Like, let's have this conversation, right? This is not me. This is this is just what the streets are saying, okay? So, yeah. Um, If the streets are saying that Will Smith is a pussy right that's what they're saying that's that not me that's what they're saying he's weak he's weak he's weak and jada jada made him into this weak man weak man wouldn't we have found out that he was kind of weak anyway like this man is saying that will is a bottom like wouldn't we like associate weakness with will smith any fucking way 
because of the things that Will Smith is doing behind the scenes that people are going to inevitably talk about, which is why I feel like they talk so freaking much now after watching this 10-second clip on Tasha K. They want to address the freaking bisexual rumors, but they don't know how to address it, so they talk all around it. Like, is that what this whole thing is about? But they don't want to get attacked by the LGBTQIA community. I, like, I, I really don't understand the the Smiths. I don't understand them. I don't understand them. I don't understand you guys. I don't. It's like the more you guys tell me things, it's the more confused I get. I'm sorry, Will. I'm sorry, Jade. I'm just being honest. But, like, I just feel like we, we need to ease up on Jade a little bit. And I'm kind of happy that I did include that. And I did that. I, I included that Jada um, appreciation post long before even seeing this thing here that, that came out. And I really was feeling like, hey, you know what? You really dragged Jada for no freaking reason. So it's like... Are we going to come to that realization as like a community? I don't like I don't know. I don't know. I will see where we'll see where the waves turn with this one. We'll we'll see how the waves turn with this one. But remember we was just talking about Scrappy and Erica. Now here Bambi is expressing how she feels about it. Okay? We are seeing obviously your ex with with his ex a lot. Um, well, with both of his exes, mm-hmm. but mama specifically. I, did he give you any indication when y'all were in this relationship that they were with that was a thing? Because it's it's looking very comfortable to me, and I'm kind of like, I feel like everybody's looking like, hold on, are, are we yeah. just like, here? <laughs> no, um, no, no, he never did. And and then the thing about it is, um, you know, I. Honestly, I have completely moved on, but it's like now looking back when you've heard someone say the types of things that he said about both of these women and then see where he is today. It just lets me know that um, I made the right decision. We are seeing obviously your ex. with. So basically, um, for those of you who aren't able to follow, we see scrappy and his exes both of them are really really cozy so his ex-wife now is speaking on that i just feel like hey bambi you really need to address this one i think we could have let this like don't get me wrong there are certain things that we should address but there are certain things we should just kind of let things be things and I feel like these were one of the things that we should just allow to be things that could have been a personal observation but not something that you needed to tell us about um because at the end of the day men are going to be men we know that men are going to be men um not even men just people are going to be people and never listen to what a person say look at what they do like people will tell you oh yeah I'm going to do all these magnificent things for you and if their actions don't coincide with it then you just move on. You just learn who that person is. So if all that shit, he was talking, his actions don't coincide with it. All right. Well, guess what? He really digs his fucking exes and all the things that he was saying was just trash. You know, they're really not the bad guy. And you just move on. But anyway, off of the love and hip hop drama, because that's all we get is drama. Oh, um, We have this whole Tamar Braxton situation, right? And... Krishan like it's like do I even really want to get into this I have about 10 minutes let you know what let's jump into it real quick I don't even care at this point 
Whoever want to get mad at me can get mad at me. Y'all got to stop. First of all, let me tell you about this ghetto, disgusting gutter butt. I don't even want to call her a girl. First of all, she's trash. She should have never been at my show. So she come to Tamar concert, which I planned, and I will say that, um, drunk with a thousand people, smelling like weed, looking dumb, okay? And so she, apparently she makes music. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And apparently she wanted to drop a beat. So she was mad that she didn't get to perform. I didn't know she was a performer. And even if I did know she was a performer, she was not getting on the stage that everybody has worked their ass off to, to make. So she caught, first of all, y'all see the video. She was up there, a drunk fool, okay? She, so long. I don't even care at this point. Now she caught and took your man upset because she didn't get to perform. So. Again, y'all saw her show her dumb ass during Love and War. She ruined the song. She ruined the concert. She ruined the moment. So then she go backstage and she is upset, okay? Because she didn't get to perform her ringtone. So she storms in Tamar's dressing room with a thousand people, okay? And everybody's like, nobody knew you were supposed to perform a song. We didn't even know that you made music. We thought you was on Zeus. Right, so everybody's trying to calm her down. She's in there, rough, rough, like a dungeon dragon, right? So then James is like, "Oh, it wasn't on purpose. Like nobody tried to like shade you. We we didn't know that you were supposed to sing." She like lie again, lie again, and James like, "No, nobody knew." And she hit James right in his face, chipped James' tooth. James' face is bloody. James is at the hospital. Now she caught and took your man upset because she didn't get to perform. So again, y'all now because his nose will not stop bleeding. She's going to prison. And I promise you, and we can cancel all this shit right now. You don't come to nobody's show. Everybody has worked their mother, uh, worked their but all right, just because I'm a little bit pressed for time, um, we're just going to jump in to the commentary. I guess you guys should have been able to grasp something um, from what this guy is saying as it relates to the Krishan and Tamar situation. So somehow, somewhere, Krishan went to the concert. She thought she was supposed to perform. Um, now, Krishan, I mean, if if you know, you know, Krishan has the song. It's a vibe all the time. If you're plugged in, you know. But if you don't, I can understand if you know her as a Zeus girl. But my thing is, I just feel like watching this situation Whoever communicated with Krishan needs to, should have let her know, like, this is not what it is. Um, and two, I feel like Krishan, like, baby, you got to catch yourself. Like, I get it. You've been through a lot. You're going through a lot and you're young, but you also have to be able to catch yourself, right? In the fact that, okay, you went on stage when you weren't supposed to. Mistake number one, you were talking to the singer lady and you were on stage drunk as hell. Her vibe was not vibing with you. She told you to back the hell up. Red flag number two, right? Um, Then you go backstage, you express your concerns and they say, hey, you weren't even supposed to perform. At that point, you should have been bringing out receipts as to why you believed you should have been performing, not knocking people in the face. So that was red flag number three. Krishan, catch yourself.
Okay. That's all I'm going to say to you. Catch yourself before you wreck yourself because people love you. People support you, but we're not going to tolerate bullshit for too long. We're, we're not, we're not as a community. Like we're, we're, we're not, I'm telling you, I'm being honest with you. Like you'll see, you'll see the girlies who they were on bad girls club doing all these different things a couple years ago. We don't even know where they're at right now. We, we, we don't care because as a society, we move on. So we definitely like you as a person. So let's just move along with the wave, right? Let's move along with the wave. Not going to be too heavy on the Krishan shouldn't be doing bullshit because she knows she deleted her social media, did all what she was supposed to do, recognize your bullshit. And let's, um, move on from that. Now, the reason why I wanted to bring this thing up, I'm about to, um, end it shortly is because I love what Ice Spice did here. When I say I loved what Ice Spice did here, I love it. Hold so on. Jesus. I love it. So according to the Neighborhood Talk, rapper responds after Ice Spice is caught on camera refusing a drink from her. I guess she thought I was trying to poison her. So let's listen. Story time. This is the time I tried to buy Ice Spice drinks. So to see me giving her the shot, um, she said she didn't drink. So she kind of was just like, nah, I'm not going to take it. Like, here, take it back. I don't know what that other cup in her hand was. But I was like, nah, just keep it. Give it to your friend. She's like, I bet. She goes, puts it down. And afterwards, you know, give it a little high five. But I guess she thought I was trying to poison her or something. I slipped one on her. I'm like, sis, never. Like, come on. All right. So I feel like, first of all, so for those of you who are listening um, to this, this is just a clip of Ice Spice being at the club. And of course, when you're at the club, you kind of get like the, and you're the VIP, you kind of get that that um that upper level where you can like, you know, like talk to your fans, but like still have some space right between them. So anyway, the lady hands her the drink. Ice Spice says, hey, no, thanks. I have my own drink. And she said, no, I got it for you. And Ice Spice rests the drink down on the table. Ice Spice turns around, gives her a high five, I guess, as an appreciation for the drink. Now, my thing is, um, the rapper is like, oh, I wasn't going to poison you, blah, blah. No, 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 no. It's not about you not poisoning her. What you need to be doing is taking a page out of Ice Spice's book. Ice Spice, if she's like, if I don't get my drink, I'm not. I'm not drinking it. I feel like this is how people need to move in Hollywood, especially with all the different um rumors that you hear. And not even just in Hollywood. Like when you go out on a regular degla just run on a de regular degla street run. Like for me, I remember being what 19, going in the club with a fake ID, went in with the fake ID, and don't even remember how the fuck I left the club. Like I, I to this day I can't tell y'all how I left that club. I can't tell y'all how I made it home. I can't tell y'all all I know is I woke up in my best friend's clothes and missed work and my best friend ended up going out and covering my shift like this is all i remember so if this right here should be a learning lesson don't take no drinks from nothing and no one okay and yes i was in the club with a fake id um but anyway i'm gonna move on from this ice spy situation just to show you guys this this is just a funny moment we're not gonna jump into todd we don't got time for that Oh, it's not here. Okay, it's not here. It's on my phone. So you know what? Let's end it now. So basically, it was supposed to be of a, a, a what what you want versus what you got kind of thing where it was like a hairstyle. If anything, I'll show it to you guys tomorrow or whenever I do come back live. This was supposed to be a 45-minute live. We ended up doing an hour and a half. I mean, look, 
if y'all stay tuned, y'all stay tuned. If y'all pop in, pop out. Whatever works for y'all, works for y'all. Anyway, I got to go to work. I'm running late. I'm running way behind time. So, um, love you loads. Remember, chat with KST. Tune in to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. I am your girl, K. I love you guys loads, and I hope you guys were able to enjoy today's show. Have a productive and a wonderful, magnificent day. Bye.